Hey everyone, welcome to Myopia Movies. This week we are revisiting Twilight. You know, doing that sequel where everyone's trying so hard and the wolf guy's the one in charge and sexy. Also, holy cow, I think we need to keep doing these movies so that every time we hit one, a little shred of Daniel dies, because you should have seen him. He came in all professional, looking like he could podcast against the world, and by the end he was a fragile, broken man. And then I made him edit this, so, you know, there's that. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us as we continue this Werewolf Month. And uh, as you know, in an effort to keep everyone kind of aware of what we're doing, uh, we have been telling people what we are doing this month. Uh, it kind of like in advance, right? So obviously last week uh, we did Silver Bullet uh, with Gary Busey. This week we're doing Twilight 2. Next week we're doing an American Werewolf in London. Uh, so enjoy an American Werewolf in Home. And thanks for all you do, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for reviewing. And thanks for following. Bye. Welcome to Myopia Movies. This week we're back in Stephanie Meyer town uh, <laughs> with a sequel to one of our more popular episodes because I guess you guys hate us. Uh, Twilight, New Moon. Uh, part of the Twilight Saga, coming out in 2009. This movie, I just, I need to start with this because I... It costs $50 million, which, looking at the movie, I believe... Bullshit. It made $710 million in profit. And in DVD sales, it made $184 million. What? <laughs> we are living in the twilight of our culture. Um, anyway, continuing our October Werewolf Month. I do remember when the last... Uh... Twilight movie came out on DVD, on DVD and Blu-ray. It was the same day that the uh, Schindler's List 20th anniversary came out. And so I went to Walmart trying to find Schindler's List. They had an entire uh, display dedicated to Twilight. No Schindler's List. So apparently, this franchise is more popular than Schindler's List. Who's <laughs> big guess? Um, uh, anyway... Uh, so we are continuing our Vampire Month, uh, this month for you guys. Vampire or Werewolf? Werewolf. Werewolf Month, thank you. We're continuing our Werewolf Month. Werewolf. Yeah, thank you. We did Silver Bullet. I'll tell you now. Werewolf. Um, next week as a cleanser, uh, we're doing a really good movie, which is an American Werewolf in London. Ooh. In the meantime, I should introduce my cast of characters. Um, panel this week we have... Charlie Rose! Hello, this is Daniel, and my god, I hate all of you for making our Twilight episode so popular. And author Matthew W. Quinn, who actually likes the character of Alice and doesn't like anybody else. Oh, Alice was the one decent character in this entire thing. And not just because she was really hot. I mean, I'm sensing Manic Pixie Dream Girl vibes from you boys, so I'm just like... I do not think she was the most compelling that, That's the I, only healthy relationship her. Bella has. Any member of that family is that pseudo-sister thing she has going with Alice. The rest of them are screw-ups. No, I'll tell you why I don't like her character. It's such lazy writing to say, I have a character who can tell you the future to, to help guide the plot. No, I thought it's that... so lazy. I thought that um, uh, we're not allowed to talk about such characters. God, I hate you. 
I figured. Oh, uh, this man has children. He's probably heard that song way too many times. I think it's the third time you made that joke. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, hey, Bruno's the gift that keeps on giving. It was the last Disney movie they made that was any good. Uh, <laughs> so no one's going to be making obscure references to Lightyear anytime. <laughs> I dare you. Um, I don't think I could. I saw the movie yesterday, and I don't think I could make a single reference to it. Um, other than the fact that I love how everyone's pretending Tim Burt, uh, Tim Allen didn't really want to be in this movie. <laughs> uh, the best thing I read, this is just random, but one of the producers said, we didn't cast Tim Allen because we wanted this movie to have a different vibe. We wanted someone who could deliver a funny joke, and someone who's not too superhero and you fired a comedian, someone who, by definition, can make a joke, and then you hired Captain a superhero. America. You hired Captain America, and yeah, but can Smallon really make a joke? I mean, he can deliver a funny one. I'm not saying he can make a joke. Dude's got tough comic timing. Okay, all the criticisms you might have of him, that's one thing he does very well, and he does it in the Toy Story movies as well as Lightyear. Uh, the first one, that was falling with style. That's that's a joke, and he makes it, and it's fine. Lightyear was boring. It was not bad. It was boring. Moving on. Speaking of a movie that's very boring. Oh Tw- God. Twilight New Moon. Hashtag my boyfriend's back, and he's better than ever. And my rebound is pissed. <laughs> yeah. So this movie would have could have been resolved in like a good ten minutes if somebody just fucked. This movie needs no, no, fucking... they're Mormons. Ah. This is very important. Stephanie Meyer's a Mormon, so a woman only has power once she's married. That's the whole plot of these movies. Hello, my ah. name is Zelda Price. <laughs> oh, God. I haven't read the later books, but apparently once Edward and Bella are married, they just have sex all the time. Dude, it gets super the, horny. That's in the second to last movie. Wait, 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 wait. You've read these books? Only the first one. Why? I have a younger sister. She had it. I mean... Again, Why? It's just what all of us was about. You know, curiosity. The, I think the, I read the first t- book wasn't as bad. I think the really ridiculous stuff was coming in later. I read the first 20 pages of that book, and I'm just like, I'm done. So, smash cut. I don't even know. What, I mean, what, what's the point of this movie? Uh, Edward is a dick. And Bella is also an absolute jerk. But, so she's self-destructive, and he's an asshole. <laughs> the plot is very straightforward. And in fact, actually, as you pointed out, it could be it could have been a lot shorter. And that's why I think this movie just sort of, uh, it was just slow. But basically, she breaks up, uh, uh, sorry, Edward breaks up with Bella because, you know, well, surprise, surprise, his family is full of vampires. She bleeds. They want to eat her. I mean... Yeah, you, Ooh, who could have seen that coming? Yeah, she's the she nearly becomes the main course at her own birthday party. Exactly. So he decides I need to you know keep you safe. So he's breaking up with her, and they're moving away. The whole family. The whole family moves away. Okay, and then she spends like six months in a deep depressive state. Yeah, having PTSD, screaming nightmares. Oh yeah, it, it, and she's constantly trying to commit suicide. Yeah, so it was, she'll see. Anger. It was ridiculous, <laughs> and then she. 
because she's going to get sent to live with her mother. Her mother must be terrible, actually. She's a flake, and she's involved with a much she, younger man. Yeah, and she lives in Arizona, if I recall I think now it's Jacksonville. Oh, Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh no. I, she's I would, a Florida woman. I would move heaven and earth to not live in Jacksonville, too. Um, but, yeah, so she forces herself to snap out of it, and the way she does it is she goes and sees Jacob, who she has a friendship with they've, they, they've known each other for a yeah, while yeah they've known each other for a while he's, since the first movie i guess he's younger like apparently by two years if i'm not mistaken yeah, that's about right and you know works they're supposed to work on building a dirt bike together so they can have something to do and she can get her dad off her case I can think of something else that they could have done to occupy their time <laughs> this is like totally like uh, it's weird celibacy nonsense. Yeah, it is yeah. weird celibacy uh, nonsense. Um, but yeah, so basically that happens, and then Bella keeps getting into trouble and doing dangerous, stupid things. Every, a, every time she does something that uh, gives her, quote-unquote, a thrill, she hallucinates Edward's back. Yeah, it was so, weird. Yeah, like the first time she guys go on a motorcycle ride with those biker dudes, who I'm pretty sure were the ones who tried to rape her in the first movie. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. And then, and then Ed, meanwhile, Jacob and her build a motorcycle, and she drives aggressively and yeah, so and much smashes herself and, against and really, the tree. And really, what happens is, is the actual adventure plot of the movie is that a couple of vampires are trying to kill her. The werewolves are defending her. She oh. does some stupid things. Edward thinks she's dead. And she goes to try and stop Edward from killing himself. Yeah, he tries to commit suicide by the vampire That's overlords. It. That's the plot. It's, it's, like, it's like the slowest plot ever. It's, it's a soap opera. Yeah. It makes me real. I mean, I don't care about this franchise anyway. But it would have been much better paced as like a, like a soap opera TV show. Because... These things go on and on, but they also feel like they don't cover anything. Yeah, it's it's a lot of a lot of white people breathe mouth breathing at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like Bella can't finish the sentence without taking an awkward pause, and then we get six minutes straight of exposition dumping, and then more breathy pause. There are yeah. musical montages, multiple musical montages. Yeah. There's because mm-hmm. the the movie had some good moments, but it could have been tightened up significantly. It's more than two hours long. That, it's yeah, like a two yeah. hour and twenty. How, how, someone movie. look up what the original was. Uh, no, I'm not. No, was, do that. the original was. Well, wait, the original like Twilight movie? Yeah, the first Twilight movie. Well, it was, sure it was also still from what I remember. Because I don't remember hours. being this that slow moving. It well, had that fucking vampire baseball scene in it. It was yeah. already... Well, I made the mistake of watching the New Moon Extended Edition. Oh, you have suffered much. Ten extra minutes. I, yeah, it's like ten extra minutes. Ten okay. extra minutes of what? It was slightly over two hours. The first yeah, the one. first one I think was nine minutes shorter. Oh, uh, just that much shorter, eh? But yeah, they re-released the whole series... As extended editions, and that's how I do. Good and lord, was anything more mouth breathing? Ten percent more Indian guys running around with tattoos. Native American. Mm, all right, Quelute. Uh, okay, a um, lot of mouth breathing in this movie. There's all teeth, and like, I'm not wearing a shirt now. Uh, Taylor Lautner might be, and I, I, I see it's so funny because I can say I've seen most of these actors and other things that they were pretty good in. I can't say that about Taylor Lautner. I can't think of anything. Well, he sort of dropped off the 
map like after uh, these Twilight. He's he got all the. I, I think he just got all the money in the world from Twilight and. Mm. And just decided, I'm just going to chill. Now, what yeah. movies have you seen Case do in that are really better than this? Underwater. That one where they're on the like underwater mining rig and they're monsters. That's actually really good. I mean, I thought she was good in Panic Room. <laughs> and she was like 11? Well, but she was, you asked, she was good in that movie. And that okay. first Snow White movie didn't suck. That, to be fair, The Runaways is actually... Halfway decent. It's not great. Did you it's watch, not terrible. Did you watch Spencer? Yeah, did you watch Spencer? <laughs> it was pretty good, actually. I, no, I'm not going to waste my time with that bullshit. Oh my gosh, it was actually pretty good. I ain't wasting my time with that bullshit. I mean, to be fair, if you're going to say that you haven't seen her Academy Award-dominated role, like... <laughs> I mean, yeah. You mean the one that she lost to uh, Jessica Chastain for? For um, uh, playing Tammy Faye Baker? That's true. Uh, I mean, and in the end, I mean, she's not uh, great. I mean, she was uh, Clouds of Sils Maria, is that right? Uh, I, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Okay, but what about, about, I mean, she's okay. she's what about Rob Pat? I mean, he absolutely... He's Batman. Well, he shit the bed completely in uh, Cosmopolis. I mean, here's the thing. I think you want to hate these people, uh, which is fine. You can hate them. I thought he was fine in uh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Well, I he dies. He in Water for Elephants. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I thought he was good in Lost City of Z. He was amazing in The Lighthouse. He's and if you have man. not seen The Lighthouse, yeah. you have to. I, I haven't seen The Lighthouse. Oh, we need to do some Clockwork Orange. Orange things with Daniel here. Make and him if, watch all the other movies these up. Twilight people and are in. you, have you seen The Lighthouse? No. It's, it's hard. Great. It's hardcore Lovecraftian horror. Yeah, it's, it's straight is Lovecraft. It, is that the one where the, the fish people are besieging? The lighthouse. No, 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 no. Because no, that no. was the cold skin. That that's, was that that's, one. That's, that's some weird. Yeah, that's some weird bullshit. This is a black. And no, white. this is black and white. Willem Dafoe, um, Robert Pattinson. They're the only two in the entire movie, yeah. and it is this bizarre mental journey. Anyway, regardless, it's a great movie. Watch it. Yes, and, uh, and then of course Batman last year or this year, earlier this year maybe. Not yeah. not the best Batman. I, I mean, I think it was a strange script, but I thought he was fine in it. I um, didn't see it because it was one at three hours long. Something like this. that. <laughs> this, this felt three hours long. I mean, I, I like Yeah, but this one was a homework assignment. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, and he'll be in the next three of these because they're yeah. going to make a sequel for, for Batman. Yeah. Two, Batman three. Uh, does, he, does, he gro- does he growl? Not really. He's actually kind of behind the eight ball. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good. No, Christian Bale. Man, man. I mean, he does when uh, he's got the costume on. He'll go, "I am vengeance." He does. He says, "I am vengeance" at least twice. Um, yeah. But I mean, I, I mean, it's it's early Batman. It's kind of the but idea. I think the point is, is that they made stupid money. Okay, and maybe they acted some, maybe they didn't, but they made stupid money and they walked away from these movies with full pockets. Yeah, I mean, and uh, let's be honest. If you can make eight hundred million dollars and not act, yeah, you're gonna not act. What? I mean, well, you know, can you put a dollar amount on your pride? These people did. I mean, no, I sure did. I mean, and I will say they found a director who's kind of not a director. Well, he's one half of the people that directed American Pie. Uh, he is, but he's not even the credited director. In that. 
Um, well, let's 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 go back. Let's let's talk a little bit about some of the elements of the of the movie. Okay. Like I, I'm surprised Charlie's the one keeping us on track this time. No, no, it's because you're furious. <laughs> we, we gotta keep Nick because, because <laughs> use do it. Use your anger. Okay, my biggest problem with this movie is not that it was quote unquote terrible or the acting was bad or anything else. It's problematic as fuck. Yeah, it is. Okay. I mean, just the, the the role women play in this world and the relationship and power dynamics between Bella and uh, Edward. Oof. I can't even talk about that. I mean, that this is why 18-year-olds should not date 107-year-old men. <laughs> yes. uh, but like, so this is basically a remake of Lolita when you get right down to it. <laughs> it might be better than Lolita. Okay. Uh, but no, no. As of the film... It was a joke. Ah, uh, I see. Oh. But what I was about to say, I'm spiking words. The the real the part that really is frustrating and maddening and enraging is how he dumps her, and then they spend a good thirty minutes delving deeply into her personal horror and depression, and it's just like all because of a guy. Well, I mean, we, we can start from the very beginning here. It's her birthday, and she's going to party like it's her birthday. Yeah. And so, so shoddy. And so, like, her dad gets her an unwrapped camera and, like, uh, a photo album for her senior year, because it's now her senior year. Now, kids, back in the day, cameras and phones were two separate things. So when digital cameras came out, they were big. Yeah, I, I had a camera like that in, in over a decade. Oh, everyone did back in the day. In 2009, this movie came out. I'm sure Sony had a lot of money in this. Oh, yeah. But we have, you know, drunk sheriff dad Mm -hmm. uh, gives her this in the morning. And then in the hallway, she runs into the other Collins, uh, Blinky and No Blinky. Um, Alice is one of them. I forget the brother's name. Uh, Yakko, Wacko, and Don, I think. (laughs) And uh, they invite them to a secret Cullen birthday party, which the dad is not invited to. I don't know what the dad knows of this relationship, but that's the other weird thing, that he's just kind of just never around when the Cullens are. It's, I think in the book, like, you know, Bella says, I like Charlie. She call him Charlie because yeah. he doesn't hover. Yeah, I, I get the, yeah, I get the feeling that he's like one of those dads that's sort of like, I was never meant to be a dad, and I'm just doing the best I can. Mm. Uh Meanwhile, um, you know, drunk mom is off in, uh, you said it was like Fort Lauderdale. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Um, and that's that. So the secret Cullen party is like, I guess, more romantic. She's wearing a dress. And then she cuts, unable to open an envelope. She, first she, she gets a paper cut and it creates a drop of blood. And Jasper, Jasper, Jasper loses his mind. And starts running after her. And throws her through a table? No, 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 no. no. That was Edward. <laughs> Trying to push her out of the way, loses control of his own strength, and pushes her into a table. Which full, cuts her up flying. even Which cuts her up even more. Oh, yeah. yeah. Enough so that she needs stitches. Right, which uh, luckily one like, of them is a Oh, my God. Yeah. Why would you do that? I need stitches now. It's well, me, Christian Stewart, to, in this movie. They have to send everyone out except for, like... Um, the, the dad dude, whoever yeah, that doctor, is. Yeah. Dr. Colin. Dr. Colin. Because he can, he's can he been off human blood for so long that he can be a doctor and actually play with blood 
and not be bothered by it. But, but everyone yeah. else is losing their mind. Yeah, now, you don't see, you, yeah, he don't, you don't see him like putting a straw in an incision when no one's looking. Yeah. Now, maybe this is a good movie, and that was meant to be a commentary on how veganism is the preferable <laughs> lifestyle choice as opposed to eating meat, which causes damage and pain to people. I, I have no fucking idea. I just know this guy doesn't drink blood. He also doesn't blink. I don't know why they cut out the blinking, but it really bothered me after a while. Uh, anyway, this is Peter Bassanelli. He was in all of these movies, and he's fine. He's just another mostly TV actor who ended up landing this role as someone who doesn't blink. It is a doctor. The, I mean, well, that, no, I'm not to be a fair, the, the non-blinking really actually does add to the creepiness of the vampires. Yeah, because these are vampires. And they're they're I, vampires who yeah. try to avoid eating people, but they're still not human. I, I will say this: there's a lot of elegance to this world's vampiric approach. The fact that it's a transformation that they're not actually undead. That they're more like spiders, and they form a carapace instead of skin. Like, when they fight, the skin cracks because it's a carapace. And that's why the sun, when it hits it, it glitters off their body. I mean, it's it's a fascinating concept when you get down to it. I always just thought that was an Arrested Development reference when uh, Tobias Funke had that diamond uh, body paint all over him. Oh my god. I mean, and I will say, what's interesting about this was all done in the first book. Yeah. I, I mean, like I imagine a lot of these authors are, she wrote, I mean, probably the same with Harry Potter. She wrote the first book, and it became much bigger than she could have ever possibly imagined. And so, you got more in that old middle of yours? Of course you do, because it made $600 million. No, the one who really shit the bet on that front is Thomas Harris, the Silence of the Lambs guy. I've read a lot of those books, and most other than... Other than Silence of the Lambs, most and, and of them Hannibal, are... they're not good. Hannibal's not that good either. Well, let's, let's not remember, uh, let's not forget, this is, the, the original Twilight book was, what? Fan fiction of Fifty Shades of Grey. No, that's oh, the other no, way around. Other way around. Oh. Fifty Shades of Grey is based on Twilight. Yeah, what oh, if Ed, yeah, that's right. Yeah, what if Edward were a troubled billionaire into bondage? That's right. My bad. I mean, I will say it's fan fiction of Anne Rice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm surprised Anne Rice didn't sue. She may have. Um, uh, but anyway, so, long, long story short, after this birthday party, this is when, um, you know, Robert Pattinson and all of them decide we have to move because... I nearly killed the sheriff's daughter. Um, and and, and no, that all, brings the heat down. And also, Dr. Colin is looking a bit too young for his age. Right. Something. Everyone, yeah. People know. are noticing. So I said, how about you get some touch of gray? It makes you look older and not younger. Mm-hmm. And who would notice, like, oh, you don't look like you should at that age? Wouldn't the comment more be, well, damn, what's your secret? That's the problem. People start asking. Well, I mean... Well, there, there are responses you can give in order to hide the truth. I mean, yes, but I mean, on the other hand, Paul Rudd. There you go. I mean, the, the honest answer is, this is all stuff she didn't think she had to think about. Because what it would be otherwise is, every 20 years we have to move. Because if you're a dude who delivers a baby, and now that baby's about to graduate from college, and you haven't aged today, people would raise an eyebrow. So every 20 years... You move. 
Yep. But they don't. They clearly didn't think about this until. Oh shit! I have to make a sequel. Let's throw her through a fucking table. Now, do people in this universe know what vampires are? Because there's this whole anti-vamp uh, festival in Italy at the end of the movie. That's something. We drive into a Bond movie all of a sudden. Yeah. Real or incredible. the Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Yeah. One of the two. Dan Brown's clicking clacking somewhere around there. The back. Oh, well, if, any, well, if anyone knows about vampires, Robert Langman gets hit by the car because she's driving like a Porsche, like a maniac, through a bunch of pilgrims at the end. Of the yeah, she's yeah precognition, so she can see when, if whether or not she'll have an accident or not, so she can drive like supernaturally. Again, it's just a plot device, I, which it bothers me. You shouldn't you shouldn't be able to tell the future in your own book unless it's a book about future talent, like that paycheck movie with Ben Affleck. Oh boy! Or, about, or the paycheck movie with Nicolas Cage. Every movie he does is paycheck. Oh. <laughs> well, there is one where he could actually—he was a stage musician oh. who could see the future. Oh, and he gets next? recruited by the FBI to fight a terrorist or no, something. No, next is next is world class. That's when he gets random numbers and notices patterns, including nine eleven. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh right. And he, he predicts the end of the world or something. That's right. Um. Anyway. So after this party, you know, they kind of make out a little bit, and Edward threatens to break up with her, and they decide. Yep. After commenting about you know, how he, she's in danger, and I think the possibility the other vampires shows up, so he's just not oh. only going to break up with her, he's going to leave her out in the middle of the frickin' woods. Can we also just go ahead and mention, this movie opens, I think, with a Shakespeare quote from Romeo and Juliet, which, okay, but then it spends the rest of the movie with everyone talking like rejected Evanescence lyrics, like, you're my only reason to stay here, alive, if that's what I am. I mean, how do you improve on that? I mean... The opening quote should have been, you should have seen the garage that spot me, Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> yeah, because of course... You should have seen Yeah, of course, Edward is 100... I think Robert Pattinson plays him as a 185-year-old manic-depressive virgin who hates himself. He, no, he also plays him as someone with bad allergies and has to breathe through his mouth the whole time. If everyone's breathing through their mouth. Are you going to start saying, chalk, like that other episode? Um, but like they have this like this, this, they have their fight in the woods which goes on for way too long but ultimately he's like I have to leave because not only am I a danger to you but like you said other vampires will come which does eventually turn out but it's not really explained because uh, yeah, in the previous movies it turns out one of the bad vampires survived right yeah. actually two of them did but one did turn traitor but, oh the redhead right yeah Victoria yeah uh, uh, Jean Grey shows up at the end of this movie. yeah but, Several times. But, like, and the other thing, too, is, um, like I said, the director, more known for writing than directing. Whenever Bella's having one of her moments, like, I can't believe he broke up with me. If the camera gets drunk, like, she's holding her head, and the camera's fucking bobbing and weaving all over the place, and she's left out in the woods wearing yellow in a green forest, see previous episode of The Village. But, like... The bad color. It's... Now, the breakup scene kind of uh, sounded like he was coming out as Mormon as opposed to breaking up with her. It was like something about how she just didn't understand uh, his people and he needed to stay pure. And it's like going, okay, I get it. Or this is a 105-year-old man talking down yeah, to an 18-year-old. That, that got a little weird. Well, I mean, it, it, like what uh, needs to come out is you're not the first belt. 
Like, he's 106 years old. He first fell in love with his first 16-year-old a century ago when he was also 16. Was it what we do in the shadows where part of the joke is a vampire ends up with the love of his life who's aged like 70 years after they met? Yeah, but like, mm-hmm. that's the joke. That should be the joke. Oh, you know that lady who you call my grandmother? Yeah, that's another bell. Right? Like, but meanwhile, she wanders in the wood until it gets dark and then curls up in a ball to die. And then one of the Quilute guys picks her up and takes her back to Charlie when they're having a whole missing persons coffee clutch because no one knows where she went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob. This is Taylor Lautner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just happens to be there. Well, he happens to be there, but it's one of the ones that's already. It's the cult leader, werewolf. Sam. Yeah, it's Sam. It's Sam. But. You know, and, and then comes the exploration into her deep, deep depression. There's a like six, like four months depression montage where she just yeah. rotates around her. She's in now, her chair, staring out the window. I will say, okay, so this movie is not complete garbage. There's moments where, like, the cinematography and the way they use um, music is actually pretty effective. There are a couple her songs sitting, I like on the soundtrack. Her sitting there mm-hmm. and having that song play while it rotates around her to show the passage of time. I mean, it really conveyed the idea that she was depressive, not leaving the house, and time was passing. Yeah. It was well done. Um, and the soundtrack for this is all over the place, but they got some good people involved. Chloe uh, mm-hmm. Lucky Lee, St. Vincent, Muse is on the soundtrack. Like St. Vincent yeah. is on the soundtrack? Okay, go. Tom York, Grizzly Bear. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, Tom York was on the soundtrack? Death Cab for Cutie and The Killers. So, like... All that, all, all that the, the, music the, the montage music, sounds the, the same. The music that they used... Yeah, to me it sounds the same. But the music that they used was actually pretty effective. I mean, it's 2009 in a nutshell. This, yeah. is, this movie yeah. smells of 2009. The architecture smells of 2009. Their outfits. Everything about this. Um, in 2009, what bands do white people like? Here you go. They're on the Twilight soundtrack. Um, but as we watch her uh, listen to a Like You Leave song and we pan from season to season, I get it. She's depressed. She's a high school girl who broke up with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. They've been dating for three weeks, and that was the one true love of her life. Yeah, one crazy summer. Um, I assume, I mean, I guess it's a year. Although it's funny, every time we pan outside, her dad's doing something, uh, like raking leaves, and we're just like, so I guess he works. She doesn't. Um, she also doesn't change. Yeah, yeah Bella, get a job. I mean, she's a senior in high school. She could be sad. The hell are you doing? Yeah. sit by herself? It's, yeah, it sits by herself at the Collins lunch table where she's the only one there. Yep. I mean, the point where it gets kind of like really sad and like, oh, she's going to kill herself is every day she sends an email to Alice and we just see that it's been rejected because the email address doesn't exist anymore. Yep. Which is a lot. And it's like a voiceover. It's just her emails to Alice. That's right. Um, at this point, we're reintroduced to, to, to Team Jacob. Um because that's like, we need you to do something. I don't care what it is. She, no, I guess this is where she goes out with the person who made it out of this franchise. Um, uh, Pretty well. Anna Kendrick. Yeah, Anna Kendrick. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, because, because I think she eventually realizes she actually does have friends besides the, the vampires old enough to be her grandparents. And so she goes to see a movie with Jessica, and then they get catcalled by some bikers. And she's like, you know what? 
I'm gonna go just ride on the back of a motorcycle mm-hmm. with a dude who looks like he's old to be her father. And yeah. the whole time, every time there's a bad idea she has, Edward's like, don't do that. And then she's like, <laughs> yeah, she sees this image of Edward. Don't do that. It's weird. He Which is her drug. But it's she's also, like addicted to him. The movie, I think, actually tells us this is actually him, right? No, it doesn't actually, because he doesn't know all these things are actually happening. Right. She's imagining it all. But then why does Alice come later? Because, because she, she had a vision. She of, saw a vision. Of her jumping into the water to commit suicide. So even her visions are unfaithful. Well, no, well, narrated. But yeah, hold up, hold up. Here's why. Here's why. Because she was saved by um, Jacob, and she can't see anything around the wolves, which is why she didn't know that those uh, terrible vampires were in town, because they kept running into Jacob and his pack. Um, Okay. Her first line is, what smells like wet dog, which is... Yeah. Okay, but um, this is so, where you register as a sex offender. I will say, too, um, there, there's one other thing about vampires in this world, which is that each of them have a special power. Yeah. Once they once they become vampiric, uh, and so uh, Alice is, of course, is fortune-telling. Uh, they all have the fast walkie speed thing, and they can all... Um, the speed, the strength, etc. Um, yeah, there, there's one I'm going to call Evil Sansa Stark, who just make people feel pain. Yeah. yeah. And then... Yeah. What's Edward supposed to be? A mind reader. Oh, he's a mind reader, that's right. Except his powers allegedly don't work on Bella. Which is just a lot. Yeah. Oh, they, they work. There's just nothing there. <laughs> as, as Rift Tracks pointed out. <laughs> it's just a wind blowing through the trees. No, I, I picture Rain being more like Homer Simpson imagining what the ballet is like. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, it's the, the, bear the, the bear in the car. That's right. Anyway, so she gets on the back of this... I don't know. He's just, Reprobates. He's just like a guy with a beard, though. Like, he doesn't even look dangerous. He's just like a guy with a beard. Well, I, when I saw this, I could swear those were the dudes who tried to rape her in the because first movie. Because they show that. Well, you see the flashback, but are, so it's well, confirmed they are. That well, just so, remind her of so, it. So, yeah. This is the one thing I do want to say I found to be very interesting. So, Stanley, um, you know, Marvel Comics fame, he had this approach in the when he was editor-in-chief. Every comic is someone's first comic. So what they would do is they would have all the characters in the comic set up who they are and what they're here for and how is it going and what the story is. This movie did a good job of actually setting this up so you could actually watch it if you had never seen the first one. I still see on Twilight Nights. I agree, but then everything takes 20% too long. That is the downside. I think that they... Well, and maybe this was a stylistic choice that they said, oh, God, we got to fill two hours. What are we going to do? That's right. And so they would retouch upon all these things. Right. So, I mean, and then this is when it started becoming illegal to have a movie that was less than two hours. And yeah. This, yeah. And this really, I mean, it's. If it was going to be a big epic blockbuster, then it had to be as long as possible. And I forget exactly when the last Harry Potter movie came out. I think it was right around your 2007, 2008. It was like 2010, I think 2011. It was, yeah, I think that's about right. So they're happening simultaneously then. Yes. 2009. Yeah. And the last three, four of those are, more, are bordering on three hours or longer. Yeah. Now, has Stephanie Meyer written anything? She, since... she wrote an. A, 
new book called Midnight Sun, which is Edward's perspective of the whole f- first book, and it's yeah. bought him just self-loathing. Uh, is there anything outside of Twilight she's done? Hey, I don't think so. J.K. Uh, Rowling tried to write something outside of Harry Potter under a pseudonym, and it didn't do well, and now it's all back to Harry Potter. So you know, yeah. We've reviewed your drafts that you went to publish under a pseudonym, and it's just, I hate trans women written 500 times. <laughs> It's like that scene from The Shining, Miss Rowling. Wasn't it like? I mean, the wasn't it like about a small town bureaucracy? There, there's multiple yeah. books she wrote. The stuff yeah. about the gender stuff is a different series. The first one, the small, is a, about an election in a small town, and everyone's got dark secrets. Of course they do. Ooh. Uh, but yes, apparently she wrote a book called The Host. Uh, which is, oh, you know that actually. Um, which they also made. Into they a made movie. Into a movie. I remember that actually. It was an interesting concept. Didn't love it, but an interesting concept. Yeah, and then she's a writer on the show, The the Chemist. I haven't heard I can't help you. Yeah. Um, uh, but, you know, she, she doesn't really need to do anything else because she's just sit back with that money, money, money. Yeah, but then you get bored eventually. I mean, she's she's influential in the LDS church. She's fine. She's got stuff to do. <laughs> she's a woman, are you sure? Oh, that's, that's so weird. uncomfortable, but... And we're moving on. Yeah. We're just going to pause there and let that just hang out in the air for a second. Oh, let's air that out. Um, anyway, so at this point, she starts hooking up with Jacob to fix up some motorcycles. And um, she found the junkyard. They, they talk about how long both of their hair are. And it's, oh, my God, he had such a terrible wig. That was like the worst hair piece ever. And it's, it's bad. It's so bad. And But meanwhile, there are these group of other members that... Qualute or Qualute Nation who mm-hmm. are all running around shirtless and all have the same tattoo and their leader Sam we met earlier has got his eye on Jacob and that's mm-hmm. going to be important later um, I will also say this is the only scene I think Taylor Lautner wears a shirt um, he does get his hair cut later though for some he, random he, reason he looks like a person. well that's because he became a werewolf Ah, didn't he? Didn't he know that everyone like has to cut their hair short when oh. they turn into a werewolf? Well, of course, and, and gain about thirty pounds of muscle and and get really cranky. Well, mm. and uh, stop wearing shirts. I, I was I was going to make a joke about how Stephanie Meyer uh, thinks all indigenous people are secretly animals underneath, but I don't think that's a joke. I think that's really what she might well, think. And, and that's the uh, that's another awkward thing in this world. Okay, so in this world, apparently. Um, if you have the werewolf gene, because it's genetic. Right. Have you just tried not being a werewolf? <laughs> oh Which my is, god. It's not, you, because some, some, this, this is never explained. Going to pass on this? Yeah. This is never explained. Mm-hmm. The were, someone has been killed by the werewolves, mm-hmm. and the old man who's Charlie's friend is helping cover it up. Were those supposed to be other bad vampires, or what? I think, so here's... This is where it starts getting really awkward and uncomfortable. So the werewolves have not been uh, killing anyone, but apparently a, lo- a, a black bear has been killing people. And you find out later that it was Laurent, the black vampire, that was going around killing Wait, people. Laurent was killing people? I thought it was yes. the werewolves killing people. No, it was, no they were blaming, they were they were blaming, blaming the deaths yeah. on... A bear, which everyone was all, which Bella blamed on the werewolves, and the werewolves said, "No, that was not us. That was a vampire." Because no one in this world who is a you know uh, universal monster kills people. 
Like, it's very... Yeah, because one of the yes. werewolves is a black werewolf about the size of a bear. <laughs> exactly. But That's, he was not... Yeah. That was her... That was the point. It was Laurent. Yeah. So, anyway, apparently if you have this gene and there are vampires around, it activates the gene. The more vampires around, the more genes get activated. And then you start becoming grumpy at first and then mm-hmm. verbally abusive and then you get into Hulk smash territory. But it's, 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 it's awkward because in this world, the only people that are werewolves are indigenous people. Yeah. Yeah, and so just to have mm. one ethnic group... It's like when Harry Potter, when all the goblins were bankers, and you're just like, mm. Yeah, and so just to have only Amerindians be... It's, it's, it's noticeable, Stephanie. We, we caught it. Uh, and, you know... Is that supposed to be insulting? Wouldn't that make them cool? I don't know, because the white people we're supposed to like don't like them. Uh, and then this makes her breathy. Because, yeah, because I'm thinking, yeah, well, Alice is such a racist toward Jacob. Considering that the bulk of the slurs used against the werewolves were equating them with animals and dirty and smelly and unclean and uneducated. Right. Hmm. That's not problematic at all when applied to Native Americans who live on a reservation. Oh, of course not. And, and also, like, Those damn werewolves are always gambling too much. I mean, and also, like, it, to me, it's also kind of funny comparison. I'm Northern European ethnically, and I have a lot of chest hair. And the idea that the Native Americans, people who do not naturally have chest hair, are uh-huh. the werewolves. It yeah. just sounds to me like you're, you're stretching their stuff. And it also really does stink of... Mormon theology, yeah. where there were some good Native Americans that Jesus reached, and there were some that were not. Right. And they're the monsters in this world. Mm-hmm. And they're the monsters in this movie. So, 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 or, or maybe Jacob really is Jesus. Jesus Jacob. That's why his hair grows back after three days. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, so they fix up the motorcycles, and uh, in order to, I guess, see her boyfriend, she goes a little nuts and shoots off down the road, tumbles over, wangs her head on a stone. Uh, Jacob takes the other motorcycle, comes up and catches it, and then he takes off his shirt so he can dab the blood from her face. Yeah. And that's when she goes, oh, you got bum. And that's when the sexual... I think she straight up calls him beautiful. Uh, you know, yeah. if Taylor Lawton oh. took off his shirt to, like, mend my wounds, I would call him beautiful, too. <laughs> oh, I mean, He's this... a good-looking dude. No, mm-hmm. th- th- this is the uh, scene where in the theater every woman in attendance needed to change their panties for some reason. I mean... There are. This movie is not well acted, but there are some beautiful people. They are. They do have some beautiful people in it, um, and lots of exposed skin. Werewolves are never wearing clothes, except yeah. for the old man, who I kind of like. He's the best. He dies, but he's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, he dies because Victoria, but she, L- Laurent, the bad, the, the dread vampire. By dread, I mean dreadlocks. Yeah. He tries to kill Bella. And the, that's when we first find out there are werewolves because a bunch of them gang up on him. Mm-hmm. And we later find out, uh, but dealt with him. Let's talk a minute about the werewolves. The werewolves are probably the coolest thing about this movie. They're very well done. The, anim- the animation is amazing. The way those muscles move, the way the, the, the looks of them are. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very well done. They stake a lot of money into it, and it shows. They make them the stick. It's the only thing that's money. And I'm going to agree with you. But the only thing I was going to change is it's the only thing about this movie. Okay. It's not the best thing. It's the only thing that mm-hmm. happens in this movie. Yeah. 
Uh, especially when they're facing off against the, the vampire. Like, oh, the fight with Laurent was actually really cool. It was the only thing in this that I can see they storyboarded and planned. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and, and to that point, you know, some of these fight scenes are really good. I love how they, you know, a, a cheap way to show creatures moving at a faster speed is to use slow motion. And yes, they use slow motion, but they also interspersed it with this highly sped up blurry thing, which added a nice little unique dramatic flair. I think the thing that bothered me the most about this movie overall is it doesn't know what kind of movie Mm. it wants to be, because that's the movie I'd rather watch. Yeah, that is actually the movie. I would have killed to have like a vampires versus werewolves underworld type of movie with this type of werewolf and this type of vampire so underworld and like you just said just watch yeah. or at least have the two rogue vampires be more of a constant threat throughout yeah. like Bella keeps nearly dying and they think it's an accident but there's actually a force behind yeah. it you tighten that up and then you make it so that hey, the werewolves are the good guys, which they kind of are. It just takes us so long to get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. You know, Victoria keeps coming into forks, and the, the werewolves keep chasing her off. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Bella keeps the, engaging in recklessly stupid behavior. Even Alice, like, calls her out on at one point. To the point where they're chasing Victoria across the Canadian border each day, and she just comes back. Meanwhile, yeah. we're instead treated to the most awkward double date in history. Oh. oh. That was actually funny. I actually enjoyed that. Which, I mean, because, like, they go see a horror movie, and I think his name is Mike. It's yeah. Like, oh, like, he's so cheesy. <laughs> well, they all go to see this, like, uh, fake Martin Scorsese movie, and mm-hmm. he apparently gets sick from seeing the violence on screen, even though... Well, it turns out he's actually sick, and I don't know where they were going for that with that later no, you know, like, maybe they're trying to say you know there's no muggle worthy of Bella because he's just kind of a loser I think this happened to Stephanie Meyer and she went like a little Mormon retreat and they saw Goodfellas by mistake because Good's <laughs> in the title and mm-hmm. it just got really well, I, I will say it was funny watching her just sort of sit there and shrink and focusing in on her and the two guys either side of her on her armrest had their hands open yes. like like they wanted to like hold her hand yeah. it was hilarious that that was like a moment a small moment of brilliance in this movie now is it just me or was one of the people on that double date martin short's illegitimate child that kid is really something yeah, yeah he, he looks exactly like martin short well and i will uh, uh, to point out what charlie was saying that's one of the few moments where they actually act like high schoolers. Yeah, yeah. And, and that I kind of appreciate. It, 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 was, it was fun. But then, then it was 20 funless minutes. Um, and then Jacob starts getting some anger management issues. Well, and we find out that's because he's he's being triggered. He, that is his change. Right. He's going through the change right there. A subtle puberty metaphor. But, like, the next time we see him, which... Maybe actually just the next day. Yeah. He's shirtless, he's twice as ripped, his hair is cut, mm-hmm. um, and he never wears his shirt again. Nope. And he's uh, got the tribal tattoo. And he has the tribal tattoo. Um, and he also breaks up with her, kind of. Mm-hmm. And so... Some mixed signals there. He then, like, walks up the side of her house into her window. Well, he's angry because he knows that vampires are real, and the vampires are the reason that he turned into a werewolf. Yeah, I think it's more clear later on in the series that, you know, he really doesn't like being a werewolf, or at least some of the conditions that come with it. Like they say in the dialogue, he should just try not being a werewolf. It's genetic. I was born this way. I was like, 
Well, that's not heavy-handed at all. Of course it's not. It's subtle. Um, we're all being subtle here. Uh, at this point, she decides to go back into the woods because the, the movie has three Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Um, is is this when she goes cliff diving, or is this when Laurent? Is this no, Laurent? No, no, no. She. This is Laurent. Th- th- this is. Yeah, she, yeah. This is where Laurent. She, yeah, she has to meet up with Laurent and then discover that the werewolf is Jacob. Laurent, even though he betrayed Victoria and James in the first movie, is mm-hmm. now back to being evil. Well, he's trying All to get five minutes. Well, he's trying to get into Victoria's good graces or pants. Mm, possibly. I mean, vampires are eternal. You know, kill this human girl or live for another hundred years dealing with Victoria's ire. Yeah, I, I commented on Twitter, follow me on Twitter, at Matthew W. Quinn. Bella and Victoria are both self-destructive romantics. Bella keeps doing reckless, stupid crap to see Edward, and Victoria risks becoming dog food repeatedly to take revenge for James. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, this is the, I think, the first of several, but, like, fight scenes between the werewolves and Laurent's, and then yeah. werewolves, and, I mean, like, it's cool. Yeah, um, the, the werewolves, the fight scenes were very well done, the werewolf scenes were extremely good, if only this movie focused on the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Laurent was weak, and he gets food, made food. Yeah, uh, but he does, he does end up dying, and she, she, she knows something is up. She's not sure what it is. Bella thinks that, you know, the, these are not normal wolves, but there's something up with them, and she thinks they're the ones that have been killing people. Mm-hmm. Which would make sense, because she saw them literally tear someone down. She yeah. just doesn't get it. Except oh. they're vampires, is uh, who they've been killing. Sure. Um, and then we're introduced to, once again, to a lot of, this is the little scene we were talking about where he comes into her bedroom after doing some pretty cool parkour because it's 2009. Oh, is this real quick before that? Okay. Well, right around... Actually, no. That was well before that because he can't tell her that he's a werewolf because he was given an order from the Alpha. And so apparently when an Alpha gives orders, it can't be broken. Like, physically can't be broken. Right. And so he's trying to hint to her in this bedroom scene that he's a werewolf and... You know, this is the thing that's going on. Now, the one thing that stuck out to me from that scene was the whole, uh, I'm going to throw tiny rocks at your window in order to get her attention. I thought Leslie Nielsen killed that trope. <laughs> Remember Naked Gun, where he's like, trying Gun, to yeah. toss stuff at uh, Priscilla Presley's window? Oh, and it gets, yeah. Maybe Jacob has not seen that movie. Uh, uh, Probably not. Um... Around here, too, the Alpha told him it was forbidden. Well, this is also shortly thereafter. She goes to confront him because, you know, she's starting to figure things out. And all of a sudden, she realizes, oh, well, shit. She realizes, oh, shit, he's a werewolf because she, like, shoves one of his buddies. And he turns into a werewolf. And then Jacob turns into a werewolf to defend her. And then we have a werewolf fight. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Let's get it on. <laughs> she breathes heavily throughout the whole thing. And that's kind of. <laughs> and then we meet Jake. Not then we meet Sam's fiance, who got a bit too close to him when he was shifting, and mm-hmm. looks like hamburger. Yep. Yeah, she got gash. She has a huge scar across her face. And so he pulls that same thing that Edward did. Oh, if you know we're close, I'll hurt you, etc. 
And so he tries to pull away too. Is Bella just defined by the de- damaged men in her life? Yes. She doesn't have a personality otherwise. I mean, that's, that's one of the problematic things about the movie. Well, she has a no woman, terrible taste. <laughs> a woman does not have power until she is married. Like, that's, that's all these books. And then in the fourth book, or third book, whatever, last book, she gets married, and then she gets her special powers, and they listen to her for the first time. Mm-hmm. That, that's all it is. And she's more than someone to, to be protected. She's actually apparently a powerhouse. Yeah, because say. I think she can neutralize the Volturi's superpowers, which yeah. we'll get to that later. Um, yeah, so uh, kind of the next movement of this. Um, they're looking for the black bear. They're yeah. hunting, like, so um, the old dude who's like, He's not the alpha, but he's one of the native I think he's uh, Jacob's grandfather. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's a family member. I don't think he's actually a werewolf, but he knows the secret. And he's the one who plays um, we- with Bella's dad. Yeah. Yeah. If he yeah, was a killed. werewolf, maybe he can control Sam, because I get some cult leader vibes off yeah. Sam. It turns out there's a vampire in the woods. And so the werewolves start hunting this woman. Um, Victoria. Was in the first movie as well. Victoria. The redhead. Jean Grey. Uh, meanwhile, everyone else is like five minutes too late. And hey. In fact, she almost gets the dad. Well, she, gets, she does. She, she, she gets him. Almost get him. I mean. She almost gets him. Instead, she gets um, the old man. Yeah. Right. Um, in what is a pretty good, well choreographed, uh, yeah, other, fight. Yeah. It's 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 great. It's ah. it's 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 great. But he, uh, the the old Native American guy, tends uh, ends up dying. This is, and at the same time this is going on, Bella, for some reason, jumps off the cliff. Yeah, yeah. She, she's having her own movie. Like, she's completely yeah. unaware of what's going on. She yes. then jumps off the cliff. Yes, two parallel, like, you see, she's going all, slow-mo off mm-hmm. the cliff while the wolves are chasing Victoria, and mm-hmm. she's doing all this Matrix-type stuff. Yeah, and, and so, of course, you know, Alice sees that happen, but what Alice does not see is her being saved by Jacob because... Alice cannot see the werewolves. For some reason, her power does not extend to seeing what the werewolves are up to. And, and so because of that, Alice comes to see what happened and discovers that Bella's still alive. And she's surprised. And she's surprised. Um, it would be great if there were more, like, uh, mythical, like, folklore creatures that she could, like, I can't see mummies either. This makes it turn into like a freaking like true blood episode. Yeah, That's what, the problem. Yeah, one of one of Bella's letter emails that gets bounced is like, Alice, are all the fairy trails real? I mean for vampires and now werewolves. Now Sasquatch she can read the line. Now that one she can do. But like it'd be funny if eventually by the final movie everyone in the high school is something. <laughs> like if Bella's the only human, just three plain Jane human. Turns out Anne Kendrick Totally like a witch, like a traditional, like actual witch. Um, uh, but it like, makes sense. At this point, <laughs> but again, the funny thing is, Bella's elsewhere having her own movie because the dad is like cradling his friend. Her exactly. Side, and she's like, this jacket, I don't want to ruin this jacket. So she takes off her jacket, and uh, Edward's there, like, don't do this. And then she just. In that same she, inflection, too. Bella. Don't do this. She's like jump- Mulder and Scully talking. She jumps off the cliff into the ocean, and meanwhile, Victoria, who has jumped off the cliff after being hunted by the wolves, tries mm-hmm. to go full Jaws on her. Mm-hmm. But, of course, you know, Jacob saves her, pulls her out, takes her home. You know, all's good. And that's where she runs into Alice. 
and now there's tension between Alice and Jacob, and there's like because you know, of the treaty. Because he can't of the treaty. Which, that was something I was going to get to. They don't explain what the treaty. The treaty no. is in the first movie. Um, why the Collins are tolerated because yeah. they don't hunt humans. They don't hunt humans, so therefore they'll take no action against the Collins. We're right, but what about the werewolves? The, that's the agreement that Quilute had with the Collins. Is they're tolerated because they do not hunt humans. Gotcha. They, but they if they trespass yeah. on anyone's turf or turn someone into a vampire, uh-huh. it's dog food time. Yeah. Well, but that's where there should be more tension here because. Uh, I mean, and there is some because they're humans who are dying and they blame vampires and therefore the Cullens must have broken their thing. Yeah. But that should happen before they move to Italy so that there's tension. How do they yeah, get to Italy in okay, like because, half an hour? Yeah, because meanwhile we have well, Alice being... We do have to We do have to pick up and figure out and yeah, detail pick, pick up how <laughs> Edward comes into play in this final scene. Apparently he decides to call because Alice told him about her vision. Right. She calls to speak to Charlie, Bella's dad, and Jacob answers and he says, Charlie's not here, he's planning a funeral. Mm. True statement. Yeah. Planning his best friend's funeral, but gives Edward the wrong idea. Edward, all of a sudden, um, Alice starts to see a vision and she says, Edward's trying to kill himself. Yeah, we mentioned that this movie opens with a quote from Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Yeah. Wait, are you saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, so, and I also will say, because someone who's listening to this really likes this movie, we're wrong. At the time, Edward's, I think, in, in Brazil. Yeah, he's in, in Brazil. Paulo, yeah. And then everyone's going to converge in Italy, but yeah. that's later on. Um, <clears throat> in this final act, uh, because Edward decides when he's going to go do his vision, the Volturi. Um, oh, the potpourri. Yeah, if yeah. you've seen that meme showing these real snotty-looking dudes dressed like fr- Versailles French aristocrats, those are the Volturi from this movie. You know, today I mm-hmm. learned. Or they or, could be just extras from Barry Lyndon. It's really impossible to tell. Uh, this is where we get uh, Michael Sheen among uh, a panel of people, including uh, Jamie Campbell Bauer, who most recently, of course, is Vecna and the attendant in the newest season of is she, Wait, wait, yep. is she evil Sansa Stark? Oh, the, the female was, Volturi who can make people no, suffer. this is a dude. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, that's one of those people, it's a bit confusing. Uh, Dakota Fanning, actually. Yes, Dakota yeah. Fanning. Yeah, and he's also in Sweeney Todd as Anthony. Oh, that was him? Same guy. Oh, hmm. I never knew that. A couple years before this. But yeah, he's Cassius. Uh, we have Michael Sheen in here as Aro. Um, and then <clears throat> Marcus, uh, Christopher Heyerdahl is the last one. Mm. Is he the one with Daniel's hair who fights Edward? Uh, yes. No, 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 no. Heyerdahl does not fight Edward. He sits in his chair, doesn't move, and he looks like he's about ready to fall asleep. He, he glowers. He almost always plays a vampire, too. He's also in that Van Helsing TV show. There was mm-hmm. a Van Helsing TV show? It's okay. like his granddaughter. Ugh. And he uh, is in the new Peacemaker show. Yeah, he's, he's very much a character actor, you know? But yeah, okay. Um, and so this is kind of the end. I don't know what happens. Uh, well, they being, well, the Col- being the Collins, they're super duper rich. So, yeah. so Alice and Bella can go on a vampire road trip to Italy to where, try and stop Edward from killing himself and drive one of James Bond's cars when they get there. Because again, the Collins are loaded, so they can do stuff like that. And they're driving a yellow Porsche through the. I mean, it looks like the Handmaid's Tale or something. They're, everyone's wearing these red, like, cloak and hoods because it's the 
<laughs> like some made up Catholic nonsense. Oh yeah, it's it's a celebration of when they expelled the vampires from their city, which is ironic because this is the seat, the the international seat of all the vampires. And again. Yeah. Do people in this universe know vampires exist? Maybe they thought they killed them all. And no, I don't they think didn't. so. I mean, well, then why is the festival happening? Well, okay, but hold up, hold up. I think it's more of a, like a... It's like our world. Vampires don't exist, but they know about it from the lore. That's right. I mean, and... You know, forget the fact that this vampire mythology is, like, you know, very modern. But, like, the idea that you cast out a bunch of witches or something out of your town would be an old medieval holiday. But the thing that's weird about this to me is it's really filmed like a Bond scene. Like, yeah. she's got her sleeves rolled up, it's like buttoned down to here, and she's like running through the streets, pushing people aside, like looking for the assassin or the guy with the bomb. It's very, it's strange. Well, they have to like inject some adventure into this otherwise slow-moving, boring movie. Meanwhile, Jake, uh, meanwhile, Edward is getting slowly undressed in the steeple of his chair. Yeah, and I was, comment- yes. I was commenting, he must have spent his whole depressive period with his ab roller. It looks good. I mean, what good this is. What it is. Um, and then he starts sparkling like vampires do. But she stops him from exposing the vampires. Which should have been the ending, but of course, now the Volturi want to talk to Alice... And um, and Bella and Edward all together. And it was foreshadowed that this could be a real danger because Edward yeah. tells about the, tells that the Volturi do not respect human life. Oh yeah, they're 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 monsters. And they, they go on and they emphasize that. And know? so now comes the interview with the vampire. Oh, you've been sitting on that waiting. I just I just got that. Um, <laughs> waka waka. Well, and, I mean, Charlie said this is where the movie could have ended. Uh, but that would have only made it 98 minutes long. But then they have to also they have to also set up the rest of the series. Because the Volturi are going to be a problem <laughs> for a while. The Volturi are going to be the antagonists. Um, I will say they also have one of the funniest scenes that I never thought I would see, but a bunch of vampires and a human in an elevator. Yeah. <laughs> They're just trying to avoid eye contact. Just all standing there staring straight ahead. And what would have sold that scene is like Muzak in the background. Well, and it's well, also the elevator for the Matrix because everything's green. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Borat where it's um, Borat and his cameraman are both in there naked with like a bunch of other people and everyone's just standing there pretending to ignore each other and they start fighting again. Sort of like, a, uh, was it uh, that, that movie, uh, what, The Deep, where they play the, the girl from Ipanema in the elevator? <laughs> oh, there you go. I mean, it has, it's always a girlfriend, right? Yeah. yeah because, um, because the vampires, it turns out, have a human secretary who will be someday made a vampire herself. So it looks like Stephanie Meyer is familiar with the concept of familiars. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's just, this is your parlor scene. Mm-hmm. They're explaining yep. how the rest of the books are going to go. Yep. Um, and Michael Sheen and starts to smell on her. Mm-hmm. He's, so basically, Aro determines, one, she's incredibly powerful. Like, their powers do not work on her. Because he has the pain girl, mm-hmm. Dakota Fanning's character, try to, like, use his power, um, use her power on, on Bella, and it doesn't work. So he realizes, oh, she's a problem. She's got to die, because he's already read Edward's mind, and Edward has no plans of converting her. Because Edward's pure, he wants to remain pure, and he wants her to remain pure. Um, and we also see the eyes of Jesus. 
Well, we also saw they could have Fanning use her powers on it. Yeah, because yeah. she just can straight up cruciatus somebody yeah. with her eyeballs. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, and so that's where it, it is. And so Alice jumps in and says, no, you can't kill her because I will convert her. Mm-hmm. And she lets uh, Aro read her uh, to, to show that that vision has happened. And thus he is satisfied because he believes it, what, what is subtle, what isn't overtly stated is that they collect powerful vampires on their uh, Volturi council. Right. Yeah, Carlisle was there for yeah, a while. And they want, they, th- he's more interested in letting her to be converted so he can use her. Oh, that's clever. Well, but this is where it smells the most like Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I would say, this is also where we get kind of a very cool scene because this is the fight yeah. between, and, and again, it's, Reminds me of him and Batman or something because the dude he's fighting is easily six inches taller than him and built like Frankenstein. Like he's got these broad shoulders. So Edward is getting his ass kicked. And I think uh, it was Daniel, uh, maybe Matt mentioned earlier, they crack, their skins crack like oh, yeah. marble. Um, I think um, it was Charlie who said that because he's talking about the carapace. Yeah, yeah. It's, like it's, they turn it into was like stone like beings. Someone actually said these are more like golems and vampires. So then we have a scene where a bunch of, where they're dressed up like they're on the Oregon fucking trail frolicking through the woods. This is, the sound of music. This is Alice's, uh, whatever, fantasy of the future, and that they're going to be, she's going to be turned, yada, 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 we get all this. And then we have a joke, which is very funny, which is, I don't think it's Dakota Fanning, it's the familiar, leading a tour group into the Yeah, chair. yeah. <laughs> and it's like the most American style tour group ever. Well, I mean, I'm going to go see the church. Uh, you know, I mean, they, they got, they got like floral, like tiki shirts on with, you know, cameras and everything. It's like, uh, yeah. Uh, then the door closes and you hear a scream and then smash cut back to America. Yeah. <laughs> and I like to be in America. And Bella is somehow back in her house and Charlie, I think, is aware that she's disappeared again. For three days. But he's not aware that Edward is in his house. Or literally behind the door. He's he's aware enough to ground her for the rest of her life. Yeah. And meanwhile, Edward is, you know, says, you know, your father will not be forgive me easily. Well, no shit. Have, have a scene where Charlie just keeps shooting him with a shotgun. He keeps getting up and apologizing. You know, Mr. Swan, I can... Bam! I can explain. Bam! It's so probably I, good I really, therapy. For for Charlie, you know, just saying, you know. Yeah, the, the most long suffering Charlie, the most long suffering man in this town. Yeah. But yeah, and that's pretty much yeah. how it ends. Yeah. You know, there's, I think, there's still more. Oh yes, because Jacob. Oh yeah. Does not take being friend zoned very and, well. And, at Edward all. thanks Jacob for protecting Bella while he was gone. And Bella says, don't make me choose between you and Edward, because I'll always choose Edward. Blah, 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 blah. And Jacob, being 16 and having some anger management issues, gets into a... anger management issues. He turns into a huge killing machine. Yes, I would say that's an anger management issue. I mean, it seems like all of them do. Is it because they're werewolves or because they're under the control of a cult leader? I think it's a metaphor for hormones, for teenage guys and hormones. Mm-hmm. So this is like yeah, Harry Potter in the fifth book who just yells all the time. Turn into werewolves. What's up with that? It, there was a female werewolf character, but she's not in this one. She's I, in late, later on. Okay. How do you know that? TV tropes. Of 
course. There we go. I, I, I'm genuinely <laughs> surprised that so many people have uh, leaned into common. Oh, well, that gets explained later. Oh, this is what happens in the book. How do you know that? This yeah. They've been have... like a cultural pariah since day one. So a cultural pariah that made Stephanie Meyer very, very rich. Well, okay. So you don't have to defend the billionaire. But what I was going to say is, Matt, if it does happen in the future, Charlie's criticism is correct. There were no women in this, and someone pointed it out. So later on, she added a female character. Yeah, <clears throat> that makes fact, sense. Ironically, other than um, Victoria and Alice, it's a very guy-heavy movie because Bella has no agency of her own. But this does pass the well. Bechdel test. Alice tell, tells Bella how self-destructive she is. Okay, so six all seconds. of in the context of Edward. Yeah, it's all about Edward. So like, like you can't just take a seed and say the six seconds of this scene and talk about passes her, the and talk about her birthday party and. But uh, her birthday party with Edward there. You have it just it just goes to show that clearly women are second rate in this author's view. They're all dependent on men. They're all dependent on the men in their lives. Um, men are the monsters. Men are the saviors. Men, men, men. Um, this would be men, one of the men, 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 men. Okay, men. that was not an invitation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this movie won 20 awards. Uh, it did. Let <laughs> a lot of Saturn Awards for special well, effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the well, sci-fi they, movies Teen Teen Choice Awards. Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards, I'm sure, are on there. Yeah. Uh, I remember for a while, like, when people still gave a shit, this would keep winning, like, the all the MTV Movie Awards. Oh, yeah, like, Best Kiss or something like best, that. Best Movie of the Year, because it was all voted on by the audience, and that's uh, when everyone's like, you know what? Maybe, maybe this can go to hell. It did. It won best movie. It won MTV Movie Awards. It won best movie, best male performance by Robert Pattinson, best female performance by Kristen Stewart, best kiss between them, and Taylor Lautner was nominated but lost to Robert Pattinson. Well, of course, just like in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> bless his heart. Yeah, bless his heart. <laughs> All right, I think that's where we're good. Uh, Charlie, any final thoughts? Um, okay, the story is crap. Uh, the acting and the dialogue that, that was given to these people is crap. I do love the fight choreography. I do love the werewolves. And I do like the lore around the vampires. I think that's solid. Such a better movie could have been made with yeah. these elements. And that's what breaks my heart. If you are a big fan of werewolves, maybe you fast forward through this movie and watch bits and pieces of it I wouldn't watch any of the others make a Charlie cut a Charlie cut yeah okay 20 minutes uh, werewolves only that's right that's it I don't recommend people watch it unless you're bored and want something to feel awkward about Uh, this is slightly better than the first one because I can actually look at it and it looks like a movie instead of looking like a undeveloped photo negative the way the first one did with its ugly, ugly gray palette. But that's all I can say for it, really. This is this is a piece of garbage. The acting's bad, the dialogue's bad, the screenwriting's terrible, the really the editing and the blocking is all just 
it's amateur. There are some good bits. Like I found myself laughing at some of, some of the jokes and stuff. But there are very few sympathetic characters. These people are all damaged or stupid or both. It's too long. It's better than the first movie, but that's not really saying much. Ah. So this is our werewolf month. Unfortunately, there wasn't enough werewolves in this. Um, and frankly, it's weird because this is supposed to be the werewolf movie because the vampires are supposed to be gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, were- those vampires taking over werewolf stuff. Well, I mean, and I know that this is supposed to have all the beats of the book, but there had to be a better story within that. Mm-hmm. Like, just tightening up more things and focusing more on the drama and the terror and the fear of these attacking missing people. For a book that a movie where the rest of the world is concerned about people who are being murdered in the woods, there's no drama. It would be like if Zodiac was concerned with the inter-office romance of the people working for the San Francisco Chronicle. Well, a lot of the Zodiac movie has the whole, that whole reporter's marriage failing in the middle of it, saying, yeah, Zodiac sucked too, for I the same Zodiac. reason. Zodiac's fantastic. You didn't like Zodiac? It was meh. Oh, come on. Zodiac, they have that whole plot about his marriage failing while there's the serial killer. Well, it's right. the same problem. But what's breaking the marriage apart is the serial killer. He's he, becoming it, paranoid and obsessed. There's no paranoia. Justifiably so, here. because he's getting phone calls from the serial yeah, killer. Threatened. Like, here, that should be the thing. If the dad was obsessed with these murders because he's the sheriff, that would explain why he doesn't even notice his daughter's been gone. Mm-hmm. But none of that is explained. Oh, that's a good it's point. Just lazy. It just there's there's an interesting story here that they're intentionally avoiding telling. Yeah. Which is bizarre. Anyway, watch Zodiac and not this, and watch next week's movie. An American Werewolf in London, which is a good one. So much better. John Landis, right? Yeah. 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 Incredible movie. Uh, Watch that one along with us. I know half of you will listen to us just suffer through a Twilight movie, but definitely watch An American Werewolf in London. Um, And uh, thanks. Thanks for following. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for subscribing. And thanks for all you do. Bye, guys. Season 9 of Myopia Movies is produced by Nick Hoffman and Daniel Suttis. It is hosted by Nick Hoffman and stars Daniel Suttis and Matt Quinn. The theme music is Surf Shimmy by Kevin McLeod of Incomptech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and review us wherever podcasts are found. Thanks, guys.